we're talking travel on 2NURFM and Sal joins us and it's all thanks to our sponsor Travel on King. Now, Sal, airlines have got a bit of a bad rap of late in the media, but there's <sighs> some brilliant airlines out there and you're here to tell us about the top ones. Absolutely. And I don't think we like hearing negativity all the time, so it's good oh. to say something positive. And, and as a general rule of thumb, airline travel is still virtually one of your safest forms of travel apart, you know, not not from cars and bicycles and motorbikes are far more dangerous exactly than, than right. flying in an aeroplane. Having said that, I guess when something happens, it's always a huge occasion rather than just a minor thing. So, but we won't go there today. We're going to talk about some great things. Cathay Pacific, which is based in Hong Kong, is listed as the world's best airline and it has a really great business class as well. And you find a lot of the pilots are ex-Australians, a lot of Aussies who have been ex-RAF pilots uh, based in Hong Kong and fly for Cathay. So you get very good service and, you know, very good pilots as well as having just the service. That makes us feel good. It certainly does. (laughs) Now, the second one is Qatar. Airways from Qatar. Okay. A lot of people wouldn't have thought no. of that, but you've got to remember that all these Middle Eastern countries have got buckets of money, so they can put buckets of money into modern planes in upkeep, etc. Because they've got billions of dollars worth of oil that they're sitting on. Mm-hmm. So you know they are in the top. Singapore Airlines, which has often been at the top, is number three. Ah, see, I would have picked that to be number one. Yeah, well, yes. I think a lot of people would have, and, yep. it, and it often has been, but it's been bumped down to three. Emirates four. The one that did surprise me, or one of the ones that surprised me, was Turkish Airlines. Okay. Came in at five. Um, ANA, which is all Nippon Airways, the Japan airline, came in at number six. Garuda Indonesia, again, another surprise to me, but they have been trying to lift their game over the last few years. They've been actively working on Working it. on improving their airline and getting newer aircraft, etc., etc., and improving their facilities. Asiana, which is a Korean airline, was eight. And Etihad, which I thought would have been much closer to the top, 10, being the newest airline, and again, a wealthy, wealthy country, Abu Dhabi of the United Emirates. So they came in at nine, and Lufthansa, the German airline, came in at 10. Oh, okay. Where did we come in? Where did Qantas come Qantas in? Qantas just missed out. Oh, okay. We're not in the top 10? No, we got the number four in best flight entertainment. Um, so that was okay, and yeah, but we didn't sort of get it in best cabin crew or anything else. Okay. Um, Something to work top. on for next so, year. So having said that, though, I still love flying Qantas. I still love getting on and hearing the Aussie accent and our Nothing better attitude. when you've been away for a long time no, and you jump back no. on and hear it. I'm yeah. still a, a strong supporter of Qantas and always have been and regularly fly with them. But you know, every, each to their own, is that Absolutely. Say. Now, so we're looking at visa extensions as well today. Yeah, well, this is something new that's just come in across our desk this month. And um, in Thailand now, uh, the Immigration Bureau there has allowed um, people to extend their visas once they're there now. So it means, like, you can normally stay up to 30 days. But now, if, if you're an Australian, and various other nationalities as well, this will apply to, but really it's only us we need to know about. So if, as long as you're on an Australian passport, you can then apply to get an extended 30 days whilst you're there. That's handy. It yeah. is. So if you're wanting to go on a, you know, a lovely long holiday in Thailand, you might want to go north and go Chiang Mai, Chiang Rai, you know, then go to the beaches, then go to Bangkok or, you know, whatever, go to the islands. So this is just good now that we're just giving this wave. It's making it a lot easier for us to travel where a lot of countries now are, I guess, you know, reducing their visa restrictions, which does make it better for people to travel and, and have a longer vacation without having to worry about it. And the expense, a visa isn't cheap. Well, that's exactly right. Uh, some 
visas are, you know, a couple of hundred dollars, mm. um, particularly a lot of the poorer countries in the world, like a lot of the African nations, you know, they're, they're hefty, hefty fees. So if we start getting more that come on board with this, it's going to make it just a lot easier for everybody. And it encourages people to travel more if they don't have to worry about visas too. Yeah. So it's a good thing. Um, and then we've got a couple of new things with cruising too. Royal Caribbean and Celebrity Cruises, uh, they're saying it's the winds of change coming to Australia. They're bringing down five world-class superliners. Um, so this is incredible, you know. The cruise market in Australia is growing more than any other country in the world. And that's a, quite Unbelievable when you think some years ago we would never have had as many vessels down here. Yeah, we've come here. in leaps and bounds, really. Yeah, it's absolutely unbelievable. So they're going to offer a selection of 82 cruises throughout Australia, New Zealand, Asia and the South Pacific waters. So they're saying it's like a, a new era. Um, they're actually farewelling one of their vessels, the Rhapsody of the Seas, that's been cruising out here for some time. A long time, yeah. Yeah, she's, she's actually going. It was the first ship. She came out here in 2007. So they're actually up, you know, moving the market up and she's an older ship now so they're bringing out all their more modern fleet of vessels so Exciting. celebrity cruises have really got confidence in the Australian cruise market so lots of things happening in the cruise market as always and um, we'll talk more about a couple of those in the next segment beautiful and of course we'll look at Galapagos Islands as well they're yes. amazing aren't they Charles Darwin eh? wasn't a wonderful find oh Definitely. We are talking travel this afternoon and joined by our guru, uh, Sal. Thanks to our sponsor, Travel on King, now Galapagos Islands. I've never been there, but I watch a lot of documentaries and they look amazing. Well, I'm like you. Unfortunately, I haven't been there oh. either, but it is on my bucket list. And like you, I have watched many documentaries yes. uh, with David Attenborough, particularly. He's which great. Is, which is wonderful. Yeah. And um, also, of course, with many clients that have come back with stories, including to in your eyes own Jane Klein, who filled me in quite, you know, wonderfully on the Galapagos. Some of her pictures of the wildlife was just mm. amazing. The birds alone, and I'm not really into birds, but they were no, impressive. Birds are impressive. And that's how, same when I went to Africa last year, just digressing. I, I was going there for, you know, the, the four-legged animals yes. to see those, <laughs> which we all tend to think that's what we're going there for, I think. But the bird life was astonishing yeah. and colourful yeah. and, and beautiful. And, you know, their, their calls were stunning. It, was, it blew me away. Yeah, Again, right. like I think you go there for one thing, but you get completely blown away by something which else. Which is lovely. Which is fantastic, isn't it? So having said that, the Galapagos is, as Charles Darwin called it, a little world within itself, an archipelago like no other on earth, with strange, wonderful, endemic creatures, which is what they are. And they, a lot of these animals don't appear anywhere else on earth. So it is very unique. Prehistoric, a lot of it, isn't a, it? A lot of it is very prehistoric. And, of course, most of the animals don't have a fear of humans because they've never been hunted. Um, you know, the only thing is when they prey upon each other, but humans haven't hunted mm. them. So you get quite close to a lot of these creatures, which is quite remarkable. And the thing is, it, it can suit any age group as well, like whether you're 8 or whether you're 80. You know, it's a sort of place that will just... You have your eyes out on sticks, I think, no matter no <laughs> yeah. matter what age you are. And the way you do it, of course, you cruise. Just I better mention that is is you'd usually do a cruise of about a week around the Galapagos. I was going to ask how long they recommend. Usually a week, yep. yes. Um, and the islands do vary with what is available to see on each of the islands, and so that's why they cruise around so you get to see as much as possible of what the Galapagos has to offer. And you usually would fly there from Quito in Ecuador. 
So that's how you get there. Right. So you get to South America, and it's sort of it's part of Ecuador, the Galapagos Islands as well. Okay, so that's how you get there. So yes, but you've got things like uh, waved albatrosses, giant tortoises. Um, Penguins that are totally different to anywhere else. Brown pelicans, which we don't get here. You get marine iguanas that just look like some prehistoric creature. Yeah, and and, and you do. can actually swim with them and they're not, they don't, you know, they don't want to attack you or anything like this. So you can swim with dolphins. You can see sea lions and these huge tortoises. And one of them's 91 years old and he is so rare. He was found in a zoo and realised he was of the strain had been taken from there. They took him back because they've also got a Charles Darwin Research Centre there, which is 50 years old this year and does wonderful research. A lot of the money from the trips there goes back in into that research. So here's this tortoise that was kind of came from... San Diego Zoo, so he's called Diego. Oh. <laughs> he's 91, and when he brought, they brought him there, he was already in his 60s. Jeez, he's and, a veteran. And they were down to nil species almost. Wow. Now he has fathered and still fathering. <gasps> he's got some go in him yet there. Yeah. For 91, I'm impressed. Well, don't they live to 150 they, they plus? They can if they will. And if they're like this where they've got plenty of food, they're not preyed upon you know, they live a much longer, happier life. They've got time so, to procreate. But isn't that, isn't that remarkable? That is though? remarkable. So, yeah, he's Super Diego, he's called, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? Super Diego. I like that. Yeah, so they only had, I think, two males and 12 females left of this particular species. So, wow, isn't that amazing? But there he is, and he's still active and healthy. So Good on him. Still doing the do. Yep. And, and of course, photography, as you can imagine, is just second to none. You can kayak. You have a kayaking option. You can do, as I said, you can swim with these wonderful creatures. You go out on zodiacs. Um, you have nature lessons with naturalists, fully trained naturalists, botanists, etc. So... We, uh, the only equivalent we have, I guess, is where I went last year, which is our kangaroo island, which we mm. call our mini Galapagos. Yep. Of course, it's not as intense as what you're going to see here, and the creatures aren't as rare. But we often have that still on our own back door, which is nice to know that we've got that little mini Galapagos here as well. So if you've never been to South America and you're going to be heading to Ecuador, I would certainly tack on a week to get to the Galapagos. It'll be something you'll remember and stay in that memory bank for the rest of your life. And it sounds like something to do if you just want to shut down and really feel like you're, you're somewhere else for a well, while in a right. new world. One with nature. Yeah. You know, Beautiful. no high rows, no, none of that. None of those modern, you know, the accoutrements that we have today that we get so used to. So you're actually taken out of your, I guess, comfort zone to a certain extent, but you can really then just wind down and just be at one with nature. And I just think that'd be fabulous. We just love doing this every Friday. It is Talking Travel with Sally Lucas. And thanks to our sponsor, Travel on King, sells some pretty good hot deals this week. Well, as always, and I always find it so hard just to select a few. <laughs> I, I come out, look at my pile. That's your challenge, There is no it? way I'm going to get through all these today. <laughs> But anyway, Club Med, um, there's about a week left if you want to save a bit of money with Club Med holidays. They're offering some great discounts at some of their resorts. For example, Mauritius has got a saving of up to 15% off. Bali, Nusa Dua, uh, of course, in Bali and in Indonesia, there's savings of up to 40%. Sure. And the Maldives are saving of up to 20%. You've got a book before 18 September, though. But it really, it's worth it, isn't it, getting these hot oh, deals? You save yeah. so much money. Well, you save so much. And the good thing about Club Med is... Everything's paid. Yeah, I like that. I like to know how, All meals, you know. drinks. Yep. It's only what you do <laughs> off the resort. Yeah, and that so, is good because it helps your budget. Yeah, see, a lot of people look at those all-inclusive things and they think, oh, no, I can do it cheaper. But then when you've still got to pay sightseeing, sporting activities, 
hiring of things, hiring a boat, whatever you're going to do, a jet ski, you know, it adds up. Quickly does. Drinks. Yeah. Three meals a day. So the drinks, it's the killer. And the drinks are included as well. Yeah, it's perfect. So great. Unless you want a special cocktail and then you have to pay for that, I think. Okay. But just general like spirits, wine, beer, soft drinks, fruit juice, etc. All done. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, also, we've got some savings again here with Adventure Destinations. They're doing some really interesting Canada and Arctic cruising. Now, we talk a lot about the Antarctic, but of course, the Arctic is wonderful as well because it's not just a frozen ice article anymore. <laughs> it's got greenery, you know, as well. So you've got that combination which you don't get in the Antarctic unless, of course, you're going to the Falklands or South Georgia. But the actual Antarctic itself is just all ice and, you know, so you're going to see something a little different here. And, of course, you see polar bears, which you don't have down south as well. But they're doing things like the mighty St. Lawrence. So this is the um, the stunning coastal region of Quebec's North Shore, doing the Gulf of St. Lawrence and some of the islands around there, which are stunningly beautiful. So some really different ones if you're looking for something that you think, oh, I've done that, tick the list, I want to do something very different. Newfoundland, that lovely island of Newfoundland, they're doing a circumnavigation of Newfoundland. And also another one doing Newfoundland and um, Labrador. And uh, it's a UNESCO World Heritage Site, which is, again, a claim for its combination of geological features and different mountains and the tallest mountains east of the Rockies. And then you've still got icebergs. When you remember, when you get that far north, you do start seeing icebergs before you get to the Arctic. Wow. That as well as, you know, whales see. and polar bears and yeah. all that sort of stuff. Yep. And then they've got the heart of the Arctic as well next year. So these are some three new itineraries they've got. So And they're offering a 20%, um, a few book two back-to-back cruises, you'll get 20% rebate. Um, the National Geographic Explorer, they've got some new expeditions as well and a lot of iconic adventures. Um, and they are now spanning the globe from the Arctic and Europe all along the west coast um, of South America, down, of course, as, as we've mentioned, to Antarctica. And so they've got some fabulous itineraries happening here as well. Just to give you an idea, like Azores to Morocco, which is that wonderful, lush, mountainous isles that's on that uh, western side of Europe. And I had a friend recently had to go to the Azores for work. You should have seen the photos. I had no idea. The mountains were so rugged and so spectacular. Like a lot of countries we don't hear much about, they don't have representation that's in right. Australia. You don't realise how beautiful they no. are. No. So exploring the British Isles, exploring the low countries, Holland and Belgium, Greenland and the Canadian High Arctic, the Viking Trail from Iceland to Greenland. That would be great. These all sound fantastic. The Canadian Maritimes. Um, So really, we've got the world is our oyster now with all these areas that we can cruise around, these wonderful coastal areas. Of course, we are getting more expedition vessels that can nudge in and do all these wonderful rugged coastlines, you know, that you don't get with your larger cruise liners. So just keep that in mind. They're just some new itineraries. They're not anything with a special rebate, but they're just some wonderful new itineraries that you might like to have a look at. Sure. Remember, early birds are out for next year. All the tour operators, we've got so many functions at the moment where they're all coming up to tell us all about their early bird offers. So it doesn't matter who you want to travel with, they've all got an offer. Their offers will vary depending on each operator. Sure, yeah. And, of course, their cut-off date will vary as well. But there's heaps of savings up there where you can save hundreds of dollars per couple. Definitely um, worth Trafalgar, doing. even to America, has them, as well as your early bird deals going across to Alaska and Canada. There's just miles of early bird, early bird, early birds. So 
get out there, grab a bargain. Not all the airfare early birds are out yet, but they'll be very, very soon because they follow quickly on the heels of the land operators. So from about now on into October, it's a great time to grab yourself a bargain. Some great advice. Sally Lucas, thanks for joining us. She'll be back next week. I certainly will. With a special guest? Special guest next week.